Okay, so today is February the 3rd, 2020, and Darren and I are in the book of Leviticus, and we're going to read chapters 13 through 16. Okay, Leviticus chapter 13. Then Moses, then the Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying, When a man has on the skin of his body a swelling or a scab or a bright spot, and it becomes an infection of leprosy on the skin of his body, then he shall be brought to Aaron the priest, or to one of his sons the priests. The priest shall look at the mark on the skin of the body, and if the hair in the infection has turned white, and the infection appears to be deeper than the skin of his body, it is an infection of leprosy. When the priest has looked at him, he shall pronounce him unclean, But if the bright spot is white on the skin of his body, and it does not appear to be deeper than the skin, and the hair on it has has not turned white, then the priest shall isolate him who has the infection for seven days. The priest shall look at him on the seventh day, and if in his eyes the infection has not changed, and the infection has not spread on the skin, Then the priest shall isolate him for seven more days. The priest shall look at him again on the seventh day, and if the infection has faded and the mark has not spread on the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean. It is only a scab, and he shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the scab spreads further on the skin after he has shown himself to the priest for his cleansing, he shall appear again to the priest. The priest shall look, and if the scab has spread on the skin, Then the priest shall announce him unclean, it is leprosy. When the infection of leprosy is on a a man, then he shall be brought to the priest. The priest shall then look, and if there is a white swelling in the skin, and it has turned the hair white, and there is quick raw flesh in the swelling, it is chronic leprosy, and the skin of his body on the skin of his body, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean. He shall not isolate him, for he is unclean. He shall not isolate him, for he is unclean. I think he shall isolate him. (laughs) Uh, If the leprosy spreads out uh, farther on the skin, and the leprosy covers all the skin of him who has the infection from his head, even to his feet, as far as the priest can see, Then the priest shall look, and behold, if the leprosy has covered all his body, he shall pronounce him uh, who who has the infection. Uh, It has all turned white, and he is clean. But whenever the raw flesh appears on him, he shall be unclean. The priest shall look at the raw flesh, and he shall pronounce him unclean. The raw flesh is unclean, it is leprosy. Or if the raw flesh turns again and is changed to white, Then he shall come to the priest, and the priest shall look at him, and behold, if the infection has turned to white, then the priest shall pronounce him clean. Him who has the infection, he is clean. When the body has a boil on its skin, and it is healed, and in the place of the boil there is a white swelling or a red dish white bright spot, Then it shall be shown to the priest, and the priest shall look, and behold, if it appears to be lower than the skin, and the hair on it has turned white, 
Then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is the infection of leprosy. It has broken out in the boil. But if the priest looks at it, and behold, there are no white hairs in it, and it is not lower than the skin, and is faded, then the priest shall isolate him for seven days. And if it spreads farther on the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is an infection. But if the bright spot remains in its place and does not spread, it is only a scar of the boil, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. Or if the body sustains in its skin a burn by fire, and the raw flesh of the burn, of the burn becomes a bright spot, reddish white or white, then the priest shall look at it. And if the hair in the bright spot has turned white, and it appears to be deeper than the skin, it is leprosy, it is broken out in the burn. Therefore the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is an infection of leprosy. But if the priest looks at it, and indeed there is no white hair in the bright spot, and it is no deeper than the skin, but is dim, then the priest shall isolate him for seven days, and the priest shall look at him on the seventh day. If it spreads farther in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is an infection of leprosy. But if the bright spot remains in its place, and has not spread in the skin, but is dim. It is a swelling from the burn, and the priest shall pronounce him clean, for it is only the scar of the burn. Now, if a man or woman has an infection on the head or on the beard, then the priest shall look at the infection, and if it appears to be deeper than the skin, and there is a thin yellowish hair in it, Then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a scale, it is leprosy, of the head or of the beard. But if the priest looks at the infection of the scale, and indeed it appears to be no deeper than the skin, and there is no black hair in it, then the priest shall isolate the person with the scaly infection for seven days. On the seventh day the priest shall look at the infection, and if the scale is not spread and no yellowish hair has grown, in it, and the appearance of the scale is no deeper than the skin, then he shall shave himself. But he shall not shave the scale, and the priest shall isolate the person with the scale seven more days. Then on the seventh day the priest shall look at the scale, and if the scale has not spread in the skin, and it appears to be no deeper than the skin, the priest shall pronounce him clean, and shall he shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the scale spreads farther than the skin after his cleansing, then the priest shall look at him, and if the scale is spread in the skin, the priest need not seek for the yellowish hair. He is unclean. If in his sight the scale has remained, uh, however, and black hair has grown in it, the scale has healed, and he is clean, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. When a man or a woman has bright spots on the skin of the body, even white bright spots, Then the priest shall look, and if the sprite spots on the skin of their bodies are a faint white, it is eczema that has broken out on the skin. He is clean. Now if a man loses the hair of his head, he is bald, he is clean. If the head becomes bald at the front and the sides, he is bald on the forehead, he is clean. But if on the bald head or the bald forehead there occurs a reddish-white infection, It is leprosy, breaking out on his bald head or on his bald forehead. 
Then the priest shall look at him, and if the swelling of his infection is reddish-white on his bald head, or on his bald forehead, like the appearance of leprosy in the skin of the body. He is a leprous man, he is unclean. The priest shall surely pronounce him unclean. His infection is on his head. As for the leper who has the infection, his clothes shall be torn, and the hair of his head shall be uncovered. And he shall cover his mustache and cry, Unclean, unclean. He shall remain unclean all the days during which he has the infection. He is unclean. He shall live alone. His dwelling shall be outside the camp. When a garment has a mark of leprosy on it, whether it is a wool garment or a linen garment, whether in warp or woof of linen or of wool, whether in leather or in any article made of leather, if the mark is greenish or red, reddish in the garment, or in the leather, or in the warp, or in the woof, or in any article of leather, it is a leprous mark and shall be shown to the priest. The priest then uh, then the priest shall look at the mark and shall quarantine the article with the mark for seven days. He shall then look at the mark on the seventh day. If the garment has spread in the if the garment has spread in the garment, if the mark, I'm sorry, has spread in the garment, whether in the warp or in the woof, or in the leather, whatever the uh, purpose for the for which the leather is used, the mark is a leprous malignancy. It is unclean. So he shall burn the garment, whether the warp or the woof, in wool or in linen or any article of leather in which the mark occurs. For it is a leprous malignancy, it shall be burned in the fire. But if the priest shall look, and indeed the mark is not spread in the garment, either in the warp, or in the woof, or in any article of leather, then the priest shall order them to wash the thing in which the mark occurs, and he shall quarantine it for seven more days. After the article with the mark has been washed, the priest shall again look, and if the mark has not changed, its appearance. Even though the mark has not spread, it is unclean. You shall burn it with fire, whether an, whether an eating away has produced bareness on the top or on the front of it. Then if the priest looks, and if the mark has faded after it has been washed, then he shall tear it out of the garment or out of the leather, whether from the warp or from the woof. And if it appears again in the garment, whether in the warp or the woof, or in any article of leather, it is an outbreak. The article with the mark shall be burned in the fire. The garment, whether the warp or the woof, or any article of leather from which the mark has departed, when you washed it, it shall be washed a second time and will be clean. This is the law for the mark of leprosy in the garment of wool or linen, whether in the warp or in the woof, or any article of leather for pronouncing it clean or unclean. Leviticus chapter 14. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, This shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. Now he shall be brought to the priest, and the priest shall go out to the outside of the camp. Thus the priest shall look, and if, if the infection of leprosy has been healed in the leper, then the priest shall give orders to take the two to take two live clean birds and cedar wood and a scarlet string and hyssop for uh, for the one who is to be cleansed 
The priest shall also give orders to slay the bird in an earthenware vessel, overrunning with water. As for the live bird, he shall take it together with the cedar wood and the scarlet string and the hyssop, and shall dip them in the live bird, dip them and the live bird in the blood of the uh, of the bird that was slain over the running water. He shall then sprinkle seven times the one who is to be cleansed from the leprosy, and shall pronounce him clean, and shall let the and shall let the bird and shall let the live bird go free over the open field. The one to be cleansed uh, shall then wash his clothes and shave off all his hair and bathe in the water and be clean. Now afterward he may enter the camp, but he shall stay outside his tent for seven days. It will be on the seventh day that he shall shave off all his hair. He shall shave his head and his beard and his eyebrows, even all, let's see, I'm sorry, even all his hair. He shall then wash his clothes and bathe his body in the water and be clean. Now on the eighth day he is to take two male lambs without defect and a yearling ewe lamb without defect and three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil for grain, for a grain offering and a log of oil and one log of oil. And the priest who pronounces him clean shall present the man to be cleansed and the aforesaid before the Lord at the doorway of the tent of meeting. Then the priest shall take the one male lamb and bring it for a guild offering with the log of oil and present them as a wave offering before the Lord. Next he shall slaughter the male lamb in the place where they slaughter the sin offering and the burn offering at the place of the sanctuary. For the guild offering like the sin offering belongs to the priest. It is most holy. The priest shall then take some of the blood of the guild offering, and the priest shall put it on the lobe of the right ear of the one to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. The priest shall also take some of a log of oil and pour it into his left palm. The priest shall then dip his right hand finger into the oil that is in his left palm. And with his finger sprinkle some of the oil seven times before the Lord. For the remaining oil which is in his palm, the priest shall put some on the right earlobe of the one to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot, on the blood of the guilt offering. While the rest of the oil that is in the priest's palm, he shall put on the head of the one to be cleansed. So the priest shall make atonement on his behalf before the Lord. The priest shall next offer the sin offering and make atonement for the one to be cleansed from his uncleanness. Then afterward he shall slaughter the burnt offering. The priest shall offer up the burnt offering and grain offering on the altar. Thus the priest shall make atonement for him, and he will be clean. But if he is poor and his means are insufficient, then he is to take one male lamb for the guilt offering as a wave offering to make atonement for him, and one-tenth of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, and a log of oil, and two turtle doves, two turtle doves, or two young pigeons, which within his means, which, uh, which are within his means. The one shall be a sin offering, and the other a burnt offering. Then the eighth day shall bring them for uh, his cleansing to the priest at the doorway of the tent of meeting before the Lord. 
The priest shall take the lamb of the guilt offering and the log of oil, and the priest shall offer them for a wave offering before the Lord. Next, he shall slaughter the lamb of the guilt offering, and the priest is to take some of the blood of the guilt offering and put it on the lobe of the right ear of the one to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe of his right foot. The priest shall also pour some of the oil into his left palm, and with his right hand finger, the priest shall sprinkle some of the oil that is in his left palm seven times before the Lord. The priest shall then put some of the oil that is in his palm on the lobe of the right ear of the one to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot, on the place of the blood of the guilt offering. Moreover, the rest of the oil that is in the priest's palm he shall put on the head of the one to be cleansed to make atonement on his behalf before the Lord. He shall then offer one of the turtle doves or young pigeons which are within his means. He shall offer what he can afford, the one for a sin offering, the other for a burnt offering, together with a grain offering, so the priest shall make atonement before the Lord on behalf of the one to be cleansed. This is the law for him in whom there is an infection of leprosy, who whose means are limited for cleansing. The Lord further spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, when you, when you enter the land of Canaan, which I give you for a possession, I put a mark of leprosy on a house in the land of your possession. Then the one who owns the house shall come and tell the priest, saying, Something like a mark of leprosy has become visible to me in the house. The priest shall then command that they empty the house before the priest goes in to look and uh, look at the mark so that everything in the house need not become unclean. And afterward, the priest shall go in to look at the house. So he shall look at the mark, and if the mark on the walls of the house has greenish or reddish depressions and appears deeper than the surface, then the priest shall come out of the house to the doorway and quarantine the house for seven days. The priest shall turn on this, on this, will return on the seventh day, and make an inspection. If the mark has indeed spread in the walls of the house, then the priest shall order them to tear out the stones with the mark in them and throw them away at an unclean place outside the city. He shall have the house scraped all around. Inside they shall dump the plaster that they scrape off at the unclean place outside the city. <laughs> then they shall take other stones and replace those stones and he shall take their pla other plaster and replaster the house. If, however, the mark breaks out again in the house after he has torn out the stones and scraped the house, and after it has been replastered, then the priest shall come in and make an ins inspection. If he sees that the mark is indeed spread in the house, it is a malignant mark in the house. It is unclean. He shall therefore tear down the house, its stones and its timbers, and all of the plaster, plaster of the house and he shall take them outside the city to an unclean place. Moreover, whoever goes into the house during the time excuse me, that he has quarantined it becomes unclean until evening. Unlike, uh, or likewise, whoever ties down in the house shall wash his clothes, and whoever eats in the house shall wash his clothes. 
If, on the other hand, the priest comes in and makes an inspection, and the mark has not indeed spread in the house after the house has been replastered, then the priest shall pronounce the house clean, because the mark has not reappeared. To cleanse the house then he shall take two birds and a cedar wood, and a scarlet string and hyssop, and he shall slaughter the one bird in an earthenware vessel over running water. Then he shall take the cedar wood and the hyssop and the scarlet string with the live bird and dip them in the blood of the slain bird as well as in the running water and sprinkle the house seven times. He shall thus cleanse the house with the blood of the bird and with the running water along with the live bird and with the cedar wood and with the hyssop and with the scarlet string. However, he shall let the live bird go free outside the city into the open field, so he shall make atonement for the house, and it will be clean. This is the law for any mark of leprosy, even for a scale, and for the leprous garment or the house, and for the swelling, and for a scab, and for a bright spot, to teach when they are clean and unclean. This is the law of leprosy. Leviticus chapter 15. The Lord also spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, and say to them, When any man has a discharge from his body, his discharge is unclean. This, moreover, shall be his uncleanness in his discharge. It is his uncleanness whether his body allows its discharge to flow, or whether his body obstructs its discharge. Every bed on which the person with the discharge lies becomes unclean, and every thing on which he sits becomes unclean. Anyone, moreover, who touches his bed shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. And whoever sits on a thing on which the man with, discharge, with the discharge has been sitting shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. Also, whoever touches the person with the discharge shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. Or if a man with a discharge spits on one who is clean, he too shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. Every saddle on which the person with the discharge rides becomes unclean. Whoever then touches any of the things which were under him shall be unclean until evening. And he who carries them shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. Likewise, whomever the one with the discharge touches without having rinsed his hands in the water shall wash his clothes and bathe in the water and be unclean until evening. However, an earthenware vessel with uh, a vessel which the person with the discharge touches shall be broken, and every wooden vessel shall be rinsed in water. Now when the man with the discharge becomes cleansed from his discharge, then he shall count off for himself seven days for his cleansing. He shall then wash his clothes and bathe his body in running water, and it will become clean. Then on the eighth day he shall take for himself two turtle doves or two young pigeons, and come before the Lord to the doorway of the tent of meeting, and give them to the priest, and the priest shall offer them one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering. So the priest shall make atonement on his behalf before the Lord because of his discharge. Now if a man has a seminal emission, he shall bathe all his body in water and be unclean until evening. 
as for any garment or any leather on which there is a seminal emission, it shall be washed with water and be unclean until evening. If a man lies with a woman so that there is a seminal emission, they shall both bathe in water and be unclean until evening. When a woman has a discharge, if her discharge in her body is blood, she shall continue in her menstrual impurity for seven days, and whoever touches her shall be unclean until evening. Everything also on which she lies during her menstrual, menstrual impurity shall be unclean, and everything on which she sits shall be unclean. Anyone who touches her bed shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. Whoever touches anything on which she sits shall wash uh, sits shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening, whether it be on the bed or on the thing in which she is sitting. When he touches it, he shall be unclean until evening. If a man actually lies with her so that her menstrual impurity is on him, he shall be unclean for seven days. Every bed on which he lies shall be unclean. Now if a woman has a discharge of her blood many days, not at the period of her menstrual impurity, or if she has a discharge beyond that period, all the days of her impure discharge, she shall continue as though in her menstrual impurity. She is unclean. Any bed on which she lies, all the days of her discharge shall be to her like her bed at menstruation. And everything on which she sits shall be unclean, like her uncleanness at that time. Likewise, whoever touches them shall be unclean, and shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. When she becomes clean from her discharge, she shall count off for herself seven days, and after she will be clean. Then on the eighth day she shall take for herself two turtle doves, two young pigeons, and bring them to the priest, to the doorway of the tent of meeting. The priest shall offer one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering. So the priest shall make atonement on her behalf before the Lord because of her impure discharge. Thus you shall keep the sons of Israel separated from their uncleanness, so that they will not die like their uh, in their uncleanness by their defiling my tabernacle that is among them. This is the law for the one with a discharge and for the man who is, has a seminal emission so that he is unclean by it and for the woman who is ill because of menstrual impurity, and for the one who has a discharge, whether male or female, or a man who lies with an unclean woman. <laughs> Leviticus chapter 16. Now the Lord spoke to Moses, after the death of the two sons of Aaron, when they had approached the uh, presence of the Lord and died. The Lord said to Moses, Tell your brother Aaron that he shall not enter at uh, not enter at any time into the holy place inside the veil before the mercy seat which is on the ark or he will die for I will appear in a cloud over the mercy seat Aaron shall enter the holy place with this with a bowl for the sin offering and a ram for the burnt offering he shall put on the holy linen tunic and the linen undergarments shall be next to his body and he shall be girded with a linen sash and attired with a linen turban. These are holy garments. Then he shall bathe his body in water and put them on. He shall take from the, cons from the congregation of the sons of Israel two male goats for the sin offering and one ram for a burnt offering. Then Aaron shall offer the bull for the sin offering, which is for himself. 
that he may make atonement for himself and for his household. He shall take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the doorway of the tent of meeting. Aaron shall cast lots for the two goats, one lot for the Lord and the other lot for the scapegoat. Then Aaron shall offer the goat on which the lot for the Lord fell and make it a sin offering. But the goat on which the lot for, uh, on which the lot for the scapegoat fell shall be presented alive before the Lord to make atonement upon it, to send it into the wilderness as the scapegoat. <clears throat> then Aaron shall offer the bowl of the sin offering, which is for himself, and make atonement for himself and for his household. And he shall slaughter the bowl of the sin offering, which is for himself. He shall take a fire pan full of coals of fire from upon the altar before the Lord and two handfuls of finely ground sweet incense and bring it inside the veil. He shall put the incense on the fire before the Lord that the cloud of incense may cover the mercy seat that is on the ark of the testimony. Otherwise, he will die. Moreover, he shall take some of the blood of the bull and sprinkle it with his finger on the mercy seat. On the east side, also in the front of the mercy seat, he shall sprinkle some blood, some of some of the blood with his finger seven times. Then he shall slaughter the goat of the sin offering, which is for the people, and bring its blood inside the veil, and do it, uh, and do with its blood as he did with the blood of the bull, and sprinkle it on the mercy seat. And in front of the mercy seat, he shall make atonement for the holy place, because of the impurities of the sons of Israel, and because of their transgressions in regard to all their sins. And thus he shall do for the tent of meeting, which abides with them in the midst of their impurities. When he goes in to make atonement in the holy place, no one shall be in the tent of meeting until he comes out, that he may make atonement for himself and for his household and for the assembly <clears throat> and for all the assembly of Israel. Then he shall go out to the altar that is before the Lord and make atonement for it, and shall take some of the, wood, the blood of the bull and of the blood of the goat and put it on the horns of the altar on tall sides. With his finger he shall sprinkle some of the blood on it seven times and cleanse it, and from the impurities of the sons of Israel consecrate it. When he finishes atoning for the holy place, <clears throat> excuse me, and the tent of meeting, and the altar, he shall offer the live goat. Then Aaron shall lay both of his hands on the head of the live goat, and confess over it all the iniquities of the sons of Israel, and all their transgressions in regard to all their sins. And he shall lay them on the head of the goat, and send it away into the wilderness, by the hand of a man who stands in readiness. The goat shall bear on itself all their iniquities, to a solitary land, and he shall release the goat in the wilderness. Then Aaron shall come into the tent of meeting and take off the linen garments, which he put on when he went into the holy place, and shall leave them there. He shall bathe his body with water in a holy place, and put on his clothes, and come forth, offer his burnt offering, and the burnt, and the burnt offering of the people, and make atonement for himself and for the people. Then he shall offer up in smoke the fat of the sin offering on the altar. The one who released the goat 
as the scapegoat shall wash his clothes and bathe his body with water. Then afterward he shall come into the camp. But the bowl of the sin offering and the goat of the sin offering, whose blood was brought in to make atonement for make atonement in the holy place, shall be taken outside the camp, and they shall burn their hides, their flesh, and their refuse in the fire. Then the one who burns them shall wash his clothes and bathe his body with water. Then afterward he shall come into the camp. This shall be a permanent statute for you. In the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, you shall humble your souls and do not do any work, whether a native or an alien who sojourns among you. For it is on this day that atonement shall be made for you to cleanse yourself. You will be clean from all your sins before the Lord. It is to be a Sabbath of solemn rest for you that you may humble your souls. It is a permanent statute. So the priest who is anointed and ordained to serve as priest in his father's place shall make atonement. He shall thus put on the linen garments of the whole uh, the garments, the holy garments, and make atonement for the holy sanctuary. And he shall make atonement for the tent of meeting and for the altar. He shall also make atonement for the priests and for all the people of the assembly. Now you shall have this as a permanent statute to make atonement for the sons of Israel for all their sins once every year. And just as the Lord had commanded Moses, so he did. Thank you, Darren.